All right. A minute or two after. Uh, Kamal, do you want to kick it off for us? Let's go. Welcome, everybody who's joining live and to those who will be listening in later. This is the 15th space in a weekly series called Adopting Bitcoin, a conversation with Galois. We are here to hold discussions with thoughtful Bitcoiners about Bitcoin and Lightning adoption and about enabling communities and institutions to use Bitcoin as money, which is our Meloy. So today we'll be talking about the Bitcoin Developers Academy. You can find its site at bitcoindevelopers.academy. I was told that the goal of the Academy is to train the next generation of Bitcoin application developers at a reasonable cost. Learners will have the support of more experienced coaches to help them through their journey of learning Bitcoin application development. I'm today here with Andrew, who is rocking the Galois logo on stage. My name is Kemal, and who could be better to talk about the Bitcoin Developers Academy than the founder himself? I can't think of anyone, and I'm very happy to welcome Fode Diop to today's space. Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Kemal. Thank you. Thank I'm going. I'm going amazing. Doing amazing. Thank you for having me here. I really appreciate the inv invitation. Yeah, great to have you here. And um, yeah, I'm very excited about um, what you're kicking off here. Um, so before we dive into things, um, for those that don't know you, um, can you can you tell a little about yourself, what you do uh, in the Bitcoin space, uh, etc.? Um, sure, absolutely. Um, yes, so my, my name is uh, Fode Jop. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Senegal, from West Africa, but I grew up in, in America, uh, mostly California. Um, I started my career in, um, in I wouldn't say crypto, but like in blockchain development with uh, Ethereum back in 20. So So I worked on Ethereum for a couple of years, um, worked on a, for an online casino in Oakland, in California. And then um, after the hard fork, I felt like <laughs> I was kind of misled a little bit, you know, because the promise of the blockchain is a um, immutable uh, data structure that can stay there forever, you know, so... I ultimately ended up moving back from Oakland to the city in uh, in, in in San Francisco, and there I I finally started to uh, frequent uh, the uh, Bit Devs or the uh, San Francisco Bitcoin Developers Meetup, uh, led by uh, Alex Lishman, CEO of River. And there, there I realized that really, actually, Bitcoin is really what I, what I wanted to work on. I felt like the crowd was different. The crowd was a little bit more pure, actually, if if I could say. In the beginning, it was like really a struggle, so I kind of stuck with it, and I ended up just learning a little bit about Bitcoin and more about Lightning. Ultimately, I won a hackathon in uh, San Francisco for transportation, where I built a uh, small system where you can uh, pay a lightning invoice and uh, unlock a Tesla. I think I was the first one to ever do it as a solo developer, as a solo hacker. So that gave me the confidence, actually, that I kind of understood what I was doing and um, got me to start looking into how to build the stuff, in, uh, uh, like especially for the West African markets, uh, for the Francophone African markets. And that's what got me to here today. And I can talk about it more in a bit. Yeah, amazing. Amazing journey um, that you that you had. And it's uh, it's funny that you say like uh, it, do, do I understand correctly that it was basically the face to face meeting of bitcoiners uh, that convinced you uh, or that showed you the light uh, or how how would you can, can you elaborate a little on that, on that point? Um, sorry, I think is, is it my phone is breaking up or is it Kimmel? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sure not my, sure, but I can. <clears throat> can you can can you hear me, Andrew? I can Much hear better. pretty. I can hear pretty clear. Okay, it sounds like he can hear you as well right now. Okay, let me just uh, uh, repeat the question then. Um, so, I um, do I understand correctly that it was actually 
the face-to-face -face meeting with Bitcoin devs in, um, in California that showed you the light uh, and um, uh, together obviously with the hard fork and the realization that code may not be law in Ethereum. Um, can, you, can you elaborate uh, a little bit uh, shortly on that? Yes, yes, absolutely. What happened was like, um, actually the night the hack happened, I was watching it in real time. I just happened to be up. It was like really late at night, maybe like three in the morning. And I was really looking into it. And, and at that time I was really deep into like smart contracts, for, especially for Solidity, Ethereum and stuff, right? And I, and I, and I kind of like, I, I even did workshops in, 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 in Oakland uh, because I started the uh, Oakland Blockchain Developers Meetup back in the days. And we used to do like simulations of like hacking smart, actually smart contracts, right? Doing like re-entrancy attacks and all these things. And I understood like really having a uh, Turing complete programming language on, on top of a blockchain doesn't really mean anything actually, to be honest, because I felt like it really exp ex expanded the attack surface. And if you look at Bitcoin itself, the more I understood actually about it, like going to, like I said, these face-to-face -face meetups, what I understood actually was that there was a reason actually Bitcoin script is the way it is itself. And um, and it is it is a way, it is because actually it is a limited set of instructions, which means that actually it limits the way for you to mess it up ultimately. So when they messed up in Ethereum, they chose to basically roll back the chain and start a whole different chain. So I said, okay, well, what's preventing them from doing this thing in the future? This is not what I signed up for. The idea was like, to me, blockchains was pure. It's like this beautiful technology, immutable, distributed ledger, right? So why are this basically this group of people deciding to basically, they can decide of the outcome of this particular chain? I said, okay, maybe I don't necessarily identify with this thing anymore. So what it is, is like, when, once I started like going to like the, the Bitcoin meetups in San Francisco, in the beginning, actually, it was very complicated. Just understanding about the really, the, the, the pay to public key hash and the witness key hash, segwit, I just didn't understand anything, actually. It took me about a year, maybe, to finally feel comfortable of like really what I was learning and like how to implement it. And finally, everything started to make sense a little bit, right? But like I said, it was just going to this uh, meetups in San Francisco where I can like really sit side by side with Lalu from uh, 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 from um, uh, Lightning Labs, uh, with uh, Peter Willey, with uh, Greg Maxwell, all these people that I like, that I really admired, actually are in this room and sharing knowledge like once a month, right? And it was an amazing situation. So I said, okay, you know what? This is the people that I want to be my mentors. This is one, the, the people that I aspire to be like. So I'm going to basically dedicate my attention 100% to this technology. And ultimately through that process, I discovered Lightning as well, actually really what it meant for Bitcoin and that ultimately changed the game for me. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, the steep learning curve, oh, it, uh, it's there for everyone, but especially if you want to dive into the development side of uh, things um, where the beef is, um, I imagine like you, you you should have had some head start compared to others who are who do not have any experience programming, even if it's on Ethereum uh, coming into the Bitcoin space. Would you say that's accurate or did you have to start from scratch? Um, I would say that I, I didn't have to actually start from scratch. What it is is like, actually it is a funny, sometimes in life many change of events actually, right? So let me give you a little story. I used to live in Hawaii for a couple of years, actually, right before I moved to San Francisco. Okay. So what happened was um, I was in a house, we, we, we were working on a startup, a uh, mobile mobile uh, application startup for, 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 for iOS, right? So it will basically give rewards to people who actually choose to eat healthier. So it was more like a healthy app. And I worked on it with my very good friend uh, and partner, uh, Matt Chan. So that December, his grandma died, actually, passed. Sorry, the December of uh, December of 2016 or 2015, there was his, his his grandma passed, and the, the whole family came back to Hawaii. So I did I wanted to I want I wanted to give them I wanted to give them uh, the room, to, you know, to stuff. 
want to stay with one of our friends who was an ex-Apple developer in the in 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 actually Oahu in the island itself, right? While I was there, this Apple in actually this ex-Apple engineer used to work on the app, and he introduced me to this language called Forth, F-O-R-T-H, actually, right? So and like why he was like really actually adamant on teaching me this language. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be here for like a week for like Christmas over the holidays. I'm going to learn it, right? So I installed all these things and I actually <laughs> installed this thing. I kind of messed around with it, actually, like understand how this thing works, actually, like what it is actually to actually to be a stack-based programming language, right? So fast forward a couple of years later, when I got to San Francisco and I was in this group and I was like, understand actually how Bitcoin works. And I went wiki. And the first thing he says actually was that Bitcoin, Bitcoin script is a force-like stack language. And I'm like, okay, this is not random. This is actually not random at all. Because at that point, actually, I understood exactly how actually Bitcoin script worked, right? And I was like, is this, is this like destiny or something? You know, I, I, don't, I don't really understand. But that was like really the key element actually that changed, like that really helped me understand actually one was learning forth maybe like a month before or maybe a couple of months before I actually moved to San Francisco. And that was amazing, actually. So I did have a head start, if I could say yes. Yeah, great, uh, lucky coincidence, and I'm, 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 I think we're all happy that you had it because uh, you're contributing to the space back now, um, and uh, your latest you. project is is uh, uh, like amazing. Um, I, I had a brief look at your uh, AMA that you shared uh, last week, and uh, it's really like makes me leave everything and 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 enroll. So. Um, for those that haven't uh, watched it or don't know about it, can you give an can can you give an intro what the Bitcoin Developers Academy is? Okay, so the Bitcoin Developers Academy is an online platform to help anybody learn about Bitcoin application development or learn how to build uh, Bitcoin applications. Actually, and what I mean by this is that. I go back to again to those meetups, right? Why it took me a year to understand how the protocol worked and stuff, right? And also, ultimately, I also did the Chain Code Labs um, uh, seminar uh, for Bitcoin and for Lightning from New York. Uh, shout out to Jonas and to Carolee. They are like really do doing amazing work out there. So when I got out of there, I said, okay, I don't think everybody needs to be a protocol level developer, right? And I, and I believe that actually that is like such like sensitive work. It requires a different set of skills, actually. And I felt like it was more for people who were more seasoned developers, or maybe actually anybody can like, so people, I mean, some people are like self, like self-taught developers, like uh, like uh, Greg Maxwell, I believe, right? But I don't think that everybody need to be a, uh, a protocol level, level developer. So I, I, I started looking at things. I said, okay, what is missing in Bitcoin right now? What is missing is the ability for people to build applications on top of Bitcoin. Because if you look at Ethereum, I think like that's why the Ethereum ecosystem is so vibrant is because they made a simple library called Web3.js and anybody with some basic web application skills or like JavaScript skills can build applications on top of basically Ethereum. And they also have this smart contract language again, this like Turing complete, so-called Turing complete language. They're kind of very similar to a untyped, actually, I would say a, a, a untyped JavaScript or more like actually TypeScript, right? So I said, okay, what about basically Bitcoin? Because what we're missing right now is like a smart contract platform Maybe like some kind of stable uh, asset on uh, Lightning or something like that, and I, and I, and I believe Galois in working on some, some, something like that. So I said, okay, now that we have like DLCs coming up, now that we have like oracles coming up again, like if you look at all these companies, what they are doing, Bitcoin is moving slow, but there's for actually it's for a reason, right? Because we are basically building monetary applications, we, which we hope will last, outlast us, maybe and last also like 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 hundreds of years, basically, right? So how are we going to do this? The idea is that we need to train way more developers to build on top of Bitcoin. 
right? To make it actually such a vibrant ecosystem and also make it making the, the, the barrier to entry a little bit a little bit lower, right? So I said, okay, how can I do this in a simple way where even someone like in Africa can actually really join this program and understand what I'm talking about and learn these very valuable skills, which will allow you to basically build any Bitcoin applications or work for any Bitcoin company in the world and get paid right where you are, even to your mobile device or to your computer. You don't have to go in the seas and die. You don't have to go migrate anywhere, right? Even if you are where you are, there are no opportunities. It will allow you for you to gain and actually revenue from anywhere in the world if you basically get the skills. And I believe that the Bitcoin Developers Academy will allow for anybody to learn how to build Bitcoin applications on top of the Bitcoin protocol. So that's the goal of, of the academy. Yeah, that's um, re really, really cool. I, I mean, I, I'm working in a, a Bitcoin company at Galois and we are a fully remote team. And I can confirm mm -hmm. I'm Istanbul and it doesn't really matter. Like all, there is no two employees of Galois uh, team members sitting in the same place, uh, I think. And uh, it's like distributed all over the place, uh, which is also like a great, uh, great asset to have th this resilience. <laughs> There's no single point of failure. Um, but um, more importantly, like you said, like people don't have to uh, uh, emigrate to places in hopes for a better future. They can just, they probably just only need a laptop and an internet connection and probably the right attitude. Uh, yeah, and all, probably also English English skills, right? Uh, the yes, course is yes. in English, I assume? Yes, uh, the course actually, exactly what you said actually came out. The, what you said actually was just profound, right? It's like, anybody can like really learn this thing where they are and they don't need much actually. And I'm gonna tell you even one better because I actually even improved from the AMA itself, right? If you look at the AMA, that's why I love the community so much because I put that, this AMA and I got like so such amazing constructive feedback actually, which actually helped me better the program itself now, right? Because if you look at the AMA, I actually went and went on GitHub, went on the terminal, back and forth, trying to actually explain actually how these little systems work. Because if you want to be a great actual engineer, you have to unfortunately understand how GitHub works. You have to understand how the terminal works and all these things, right? So somebody actually messaged me and said, hey, I understand what you're trying to do, but I think actually it's kind of complicated to get someone who is not really very savvy or seasoned to install all these tools. They're always going to actually run, run, run into problems. So how do you help them? So now the program now actually, and I can talk about it today, actually this is my first announcement. We are basically now leveraging GitHub code spaces where a person only needs simple, actually a uh, um, computer, like let's say a Chromebook, doesn't have to be powerful, access to the internet and a GitHub account. And we'll basically help you start coding right from the browser, leveraging GitHub code, actually code spaces. And actually I can even, even you'll see tomorrow for, like, for the next AMA, I will, I will, I will give a demo, demo of it. So now the barrier to entry is even lower basically. So all you need is like a, a tiny computer, access to the internet and a GitHub account. And we can basically show you how to become a Bitcoin application developer. Yeah, amazing. Um, I mean, um, those requirements are pre pretty pretty low. Um, I mean, obviously there, there are still some requirements. Can you talk a little bit, you, you already mentioned like there is like uh, the shell and terminal that someone needs to be proficient with. Then there's GitHub. Um, and um, and what else uh, should uh, should people bring to um, to the table if they want to make this academy and absolve it and become a Bitcoin application developer? So my actually, let me actually give another story again. So when I started the uh, Oakland uh, blockchain developers in Oakland uh, in 2016, 2017 or so, 
The idea is to basically take the train every night and go from Oakland to San Francisco to just learn about Bitcoin, learn about Ethereum, learn about whatever, like, like any like crypto startup, like a meetup, it's solidity, whatever, I was there, right? But I realized that a lot of these basically meetups became about like, like people trying to shield their coins like PDFs, presentations, and all these things. And I was getting annoyed because I was taking my time. I was tired after work, taking the train, coming to the city, going back, spending all this money, right? I said, okay, listen, I'm going to start my own meetup. And the only rule of this meetup basically is this, you basically show up with an open terminal and an open mind, right? Actually, that's the only actually requirement. Because I can talk about GitHub and all these things, but it wouldn't actually make sense until you basically actually get your hands actually dirty and start coding this stuff, right? But the new version of the academy itself, you only need a browser. We actually have VS Code in the browser itself. You don't even need, actually need to install anything anymore. You don't even actually need to install Rust, anything. We will show you how you can start actually from the browser itself, right? And it's a version of uh, VS Code on the browser. And this, I see uh, Justin Moon, actually just Justin Moon in the in the in the crowd. So that's up, Justin. I really actually got to give up like a lot of a lot of kudos to him, man, because I took Justin's course back in the days from University, right? And he was using something called GitPads. Right, and GitPods was a simple environment. You basically spin it up, and you can have a, a VS Code environment inside your browser. And I think actually that's that's, that's the same system that GitHub is actually using today for uh, uh, for GitHub's uh, for for code spaces, right? So I use it when I was in Senegal to do my to, to do, do my workshops and meetups there, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of amazing. They don't have to install anything. They don't have to like do anything. All I have to do is pretty much go to the browser, like spin this kind of virtual dev environment, and everything is already in the browser. You don't have to even install anything, nothing, right? Even actually the terminal is in the browser itself, right? The idea is like you start with the minimal requirements and you basically learn as you go. And that's the idea, right? Learn as you go because we all know Bitcoin is, a, is, is an animal. It's a beast, right? It takes a while to like really gather all these things. But the idea is like anybody can do it if you basically like segment it, right? If you chunk it basically and learn small chunks at a time. Actually, I believe actually in, 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 in academia, they call it like chunking. So that is like in small chunks, you learn like information that you need at the, at the time you need it and you grow with the community and you grow also like with your coaches and your peers and everybody else. And that's the idea. You mentioned that uh, Rust will be the programming language. Before you we dive into that, can you give a like uh, um, a broad overview of how this course uh, will be structured or how the academy will be structured? Will there be like cohorts or will it be self-paced? Um, uh, how can uh, how how does it work? Can you talk a little about that? Sure. Okay. In the beginning, actually, I was thinking about maybe like cohort based, right? Because I said, okay, maybe I've done I've done boot camps myself, and cohorts are kind of fun because you get to build a peer, like uh, you know, camera camaraderie, and you guys can help each other and all these things, right? But when I basically did the pre-enrollment, right now, as of today, today, there are over eleven hundred pre-enrolled students. <laughs> right so wow. there's no possible <laughs> there's no possible way for me to basically say, okay i'm going to do like actually in, like, a, like cohort base and all these things right so maybe in the future actually because in the future i'm thinking about maybe i might i might have to have like a, a physical actually space like for the bitcoin developers academy actually a physical space where people will come and actually learn like build a community like really maybe like do cohorts based and stuff like that but right now the idea is like to get this knowledge to as many people as possible. And I think the way to do so basically is to do it via like via like a self program where actually it's pre-recorded videos. You can go at, at your own pace. I will do office hours in English and, and in Wolof, basically three languages to help like folks who wanna uh, maybe like ramp up and stuff. And then, you know, then you can really go at your own pace and like really uh, build what you wanna build. But we'll be there to support you all, all the way. But the idea is like, it's gonna be self-paced program for right now. Yeah, wow, 1,100 subscriptions is already quite a big number. And uh, 
<clears throat> it's probably also difficult to fit all these into a Zoom meeting or something yes. like that. <laughs> so, and with everyone in different time zones, it's uh, yes. additional hassle. So it makes more sense yep. to yep. have everyone in their own pace, probably in the beginning. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, what's missing probably is uh, like uh, like this peer-to-peer -peer help. Like, uh, oh yep. yeah, I'm not. I'm working on this, and I got stuck. I got a blocker. I don't know. Um, usually in cohorts, you can ask. So that's not going to work out. But you said that you have these office hours. That's what they are for. If someone has blockers, right, they can reach out to you. And uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes, um, my, myself, the, myself, the coaches, the coaches are going to be very crucial because I did a coding bootcamp uh, for JavaScript in Oakland back in 2016 or so. And having coaches actually was a game changer for me. Because then, actually, is because the, the coach is like it's not it's someone who's like a little bit more advanced than you, right? And, and it can help you basically do like little actually little small blockers, but that actually if you pass those, you can actually move way faster, right? So the idea is like basically myself, I'm a coach myself, but we have like a basically a, a, actually a crew, a team of coaches who will help basically, uh, uh, you know, uh, like help like in the the, the learners in in, in in a journey. Yeah, awesome. Like uh, you, you mentioned, you have other coaches as well besides you, yourself. Uh, I imagine like you, you will be contributing a lot. But can you, can you, uh, like, what kind of other coaches uh, will there be that uh, that do the videos? Yes. Um, okay. Yes. So right now, basically, the videos actually myself, myself alone right now. But I'm hoping to have like uh, other, other, other uh, instructors and teachers in, in in the future. But the idea is like to get the first course right first, and then basically build the other ones right because ultimately. I want to build a academy. An academy has a, a basically a a a, um, a, a um, cat uh, sorry a catalog of courses, right? One of them basically being uh, basics of encryption with Rust. One of them being how to deploy deploying actually DevOps for Bitcoin. One another one be basically being like Dev sec, sec apps for Bitcoin, right? Security like for for actually uh, when you deploy your nodes, Lightning nodes or Bitcoin nodes or whatever else it is. So I want to have like a slew of courses, but I want to get the first course right really quick and then we can basically expand from there but in the beginning it's going to be just myself basically as a like as an instructor but the coaches are there the coaches some of them are in senegal some of them are actually in the states some of them i actually know from el salvador so what i want to have like multilingual coaches so they can basically help the community itself right because i'm sure we're going to have looking at the names actually of the students man i see people from all over africa from <laughs> from europe everywhere man it's really global basically school and it's amazing so i want to have like really a variety of coaches maybe who, who are like multilingual for sure Great. Um, and now let's get a little bit into like the contents uh, yes. of the course. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So let, let's start with the with the programming language. You chose <laughs> Rust. Yes. Can you can can you tell can you explain like a little bit in layman's terms what Rust is and why you chose it and and what are its characteristics that make it like the your choice? Sure. So what actually what uh, let me put it this way. Rust is a modern systems programming language. Systems programming is very, very difficult. And actually, you will realize this if you start to contribute to Bitcoin Core, which is written in C++, right? So that was Satoshi's choice back in the days. I guess C++ was the best language to write Bitcoin Core in. And Bitcoin Core is the most popular Bitcoin client today, right? It runs like a, a big percentage of the network itself. But I truly believe that actually if, if, if Satoshi was to build the Bitcoin today, he will use the Rust programming language. 
Because, <laughs> okay. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. And I'm, and I'm actually 100% sure, actually, by, like behind what I say. The, the reality is that if you want to be like a C or C++ programmer, not only actually do you have to be like a great engineer, but you also have to really have a throughout understanding of memory. System, uh, memory in, in, in actually any system you are basically trying to like trying to program. Because the problem is that like C++ gives you many, many ways to basically shoot yourself in the foot itself, right? And it's a very complex, like an older particular language that then you actually even have a, basically a, a, a package manage, manage, management system. Now, Mozilla came and said, okay, most of the bugs related to programming are due to basically poor memory configurations or actually management within your actually program itself. Actually, Microsoft confirmed this like not even long ago, right? More than 70% of basically viruses and bugs are due to memory problems itself, right? And that of it actually is like basically operator problems because even some of these engineers who have like 20 plus years actually experience still make mistakes with C++, right? So how is somebody who's like as, as novice as myself expected to basically write secure software on top of Bitcoin? It's impossible for one, right? Okay, now let's say, I said, okay, Mozilla came and said, okay, they're going to build this programming language called Rust. Actually, well, actually, it came from somewhere, somebody at somebody at Mozilla, and then ultimately Mozilla got behind it and supported, supported them. And his name is, uh, uh, what's his name again? Gordon, uh, Gordon Hoare? I can't remember his name. But the idea is like, this system is a, is, is a programming language that, that actually empowers developers, right? Because it takes away some of those like some of those pitfalls that the C++ provide when dealing with actually low-level memory management, right? It has a it has a new way of like a, a, a managing memory, something called um, a barrel checker. But we, I don't want to get into the technicalities of the language itself, right? But it's an amazing programming system language which actually gives more confidence to the person building the application that they're now going to build an application which, which might blow up maybe a year from now, two years from now, because of some really silly uh, memory memory problem that they, that they actually introduce in their program itself, right? And two, the most important thing for me is that Rust gives you amazing error messages, right? And that is absolutely crucial for someone who is not a native anchor, right? Because the problem is that if you do not actually speak English, right, it's very hard for you to get an error message trying to decipher it and understand actually where the problem is at, right? Because most programming languages in the world, actually, if not all, all messages are in English, are they not, mm -hmm. right? So for me, when actually Rust came, and actually and it gives you like these amazingly like, like formatted like uh, error messages, which, really, which make, make me feel like I'm kind of I'm cheating a bit, you know? So I said, okay, well, <laughs> I think, I, I think that this is a language actually that we need to like maybe look at, especially if we are not really great developers, right? And, and, and trust me, I'm not saying it's easy at all. I'm not saying it's easy. But I do believe that I have a way of conveying the message which would make it easier for anybody to actually understand why this language was and why we are using it a certain way, right? Okay. Now, four, again, you wonder, you ask yourself, why did Square Crypto or Spiral these days choose to basically finance Bitcoin Developers Kit and LDK, the Lightning Developers Kit? And both of these libraries are some of the best Bitcoin libraries today, and they are all written in Rust. Actually, why did basically Spiral actually go that way? And I believe that, again, if you want to build a solid foundation today, a Bitcoin application, I believe actually you really have to consider Rust or some kind of compiled language, right? Actually, that maybe actually might be very, very, very similar to C++, but at that point, why not use C++, actually, why not use C++ right? So I believe that actually Rust is a superset of a, of, a, of, a, of a C++. And also like libraries, the modern libraries build on, on, on with Rust are amazing. I, I believe that actually they are out, out, outpacing their counterparts. Look at BDK. Which other library out there today actually support uh, descriptors, like wallet descriptors, right? And mm -hmm. actually descriptors actually allow, 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 allow for engineers to build much more efficient and upgradable Bitcoin actually wallets today, 
but nobody's talking about that, right? Actually, nobody's talking about that, right? So when I saw that, stuff, I said, okay, you know what? This is basically what I want to, this is what I see the direction going, right? Again, like when Gretzky said, it's not about where the puck is at, it's about where the puck is going. And I believe that actually the direction, all the roads are leading towards the rust in Bitcoin, for sure. And that's why I basically picked it. Yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, it indeed was not there when Satoshi coded Bitcoin. Uh, so Graydon Hare Hoare designed it and it first appeared in 2010. So that's 11 years ago. Um, so uh, it, it's, yeah, a little younger than Bitcoin, uh, but definitely was not available when Satoshi uh, coded it. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think that's a pretty big statement and uh, a sign of your conviction that uh, Rust is really like a future-proof uh, language and, uh, and yeah, ideal for programming um, applications on, on Bitcoin. Yes, um, and there's a great talk, there's a great talk by uh, Carol Nichols, actually, from the Mozilla Foundation about uh, Rust, a language for the next 40 years. I would like to suggest mm -hmm. anybody to basically take a look at it because I thought about it myself also, right? Because I thought about, again, I, I think about Africa, like I think about Africa 24-7. I think about the continent, man, because it's like, you know, I think about the continent, man, because it's, 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 it's very, very important like for us to basically figure out how to build like this resilient, actually, software for the future itself, right? Even even like when we are gone, even when I'm gone, I want the software to basically be there and still be ticking, right? And I learned, actually, I learned this from, I learned this uh, uh, from, the, from the folks basically over at, uh, over at uh, Erlang or Ericsson, right? Because or actually Erlang was a programming language basically for, for, for like for, for telecommunication, right? When you call 911, you want for someone to answer. You don't want to call 911 basically and, and for, for the system to be un unavailable, right? So I said, okay, well, how do we build like resilient, like long lasting systems where they, they, they have like an uptime of like five nines, right? 99.999% always, right? Because we have a chance right now in Africa to build a basically infrastructure like from the ground up, right? Same as we basically skip the landlines and went straight to mobile devices. I believe also like we're going to always go, we're always going to use the best technologies right now to move forward. And it, it's only a matter of time, I would say in the next decade, that actually Africa will surpass most of these places, even in Europe, as a matter of fact, because we have the most capable, we have the youngest population, and we have the smartest kids in the world. When, if, when, 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 when Vitalik made Ethereum, he was 19 years old. He's not a genius. We have actually geniuses in Africa, but they don't have exposure or experience or somebody's knowledge, I, I feel like it's lacking. And actually specifically in Francophone Africa, because in the French-speaking Africa, right, the knowledge in English does not trickle there. Because the problem is that most of the actually knowledge in this world is in English, unfortunately, right? You look at the knowledge, knowledge actually in French, I believe actually it's less than 5% of the knowledge in the world, right? All these MOOCs, all these courses, everything is in English, right? Right? So we got to figure out a way basically to say, okay, how do we basically help these kids, like really get the knowledge, right? But I believe it actually takes people like myself or anybody that doesn't diaspora, right? If you are somewhere in the world, man, go back and contribute. It's very, very important. It's very actually important that we actually contribute back to the like like to the continent itself. And I believe for me, that's why I said, okay, well, how do we build a software that's resilient, that's going to be here for the next hundreds of years, man? Because Africa, man, we know slavery, uh, uh, you know, colonialism, all these things, man. They took the best men, the best resources out of this continent. But that's fine. That's all right. We'll still catch up, right? And I believe actually now technology actually democratizes everything. And not even technology, we have a global monetary network like Bitcoin, and it changes the game for everybody. Right, so we have a tool now, basically, for us to catch up to the rest of the, rest of the world. Even though they basically, you know, I don't want to talk about that, but that's fine. Sorry, <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get, I get, really, I get really, I get really, I get really, I want to talk about some of this. No, I love your passion for the and never change, please. Um, but um, I'm curious now. I'm totally sold on what you're what you're doing here. Um, 
Um, like, thank you, thank you. I want to sign up and get started. I have no programming um, experience before. So what's the best way to go about it? I read that there is this Rust uh, Lang book that is recommended uh, for starters. Uh, and it yep. is also, I believe, a prerequisite to, uh, to enroll. So can yes. you talk a little bit about that? What should people do here? What do they learn? And, uh, and do they have to basically uh, go to, through all 20 chapters of this? Or how does it, uh, how does it work? Well, yeah, so we might have lost for day, or is it just me? Yeah, me as well. All right, let's uh, hold up a second um, and wait. Well, the Bitcoin Developers Academy, it is not a Rust Pro course, as a matter of fact. We are just learning Rust in the context of Bitcoin to help you build actually software on Bitcoin. But really, the core actually focus is Bitcoin itself, right? Rust just happened to be the language actually that we chose right now. But it also, also like could change in the future. You know, maybe in the future we can do some Python, some JavaScript, blah, 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 whatever. We can do that. But right now, right now, it's basically Rust. For the, you cut off no, there for a second. Uh, and I did okay. At least per, like peruse through the first eight, nine, eight, nine chapters of. They will actually, actually give an idea, actually, if. Even this is what, what even something you want to get into, as a matter of fact, right? Because it's a very, very technical knowledge. It's a very, very complicated. It takes a lot of time and patience and perseverance for you to basically really power through this thing and actually build applications. Um, I never said it was easy. All I said was, was actually it's accessible, right? And if you really want to learn, if you have an open mind, right, you can just come in there, maybe cold feet, maybe get started from zero. Doesn't matter. But if you want to get ahead, if you if you, if you want to get started like ahead of time. I'm sure people are doing their own research on Bitcoin and stuff like that, but at least get the first eight chapters, eight chapters of the book itself. And then from there, I believe it will make your journey a little bit more smoother than if you just basically started from zero. So that's, that was my idea. Yeah, I've had a look at it and it's uh, really um, understandable, mm -hmm. um, even if you're non-technical mm -hmm. and there are very good instructions. Uh, it starts uh, obviously with Hello World. Uh, uh, the classic, and uh, then moves over uh, over different. Uh, I, I'll just read some headlines here, like programming a guessing game, then common programming concepts, understanding ownership, using structs to structure related data. Okay, uh, like uh, here probably I, that is explained. Then it's uh, enums and pattern matching, but I. I I, I read through a, a couple of these and it's very well explained, even though obviously there is some package in there. So I think, um, well, it didn't shy me away, even though I didn't understand half of it, but I, I exactly. figure like, I figure like um, as I progress, I this is the stuff that I actually need to learn here. And, exactly, uh, exactly, exactly. And, exactly. and then it will go. make sense. Exactly. exactly. They learn as you go, yes, yes, yep. That's the way. Man for day, this is uh, like really like a cool initiative, and I'm very very happy that you're doing this now. Thank what you, I, what's you. coming <laughs> to my mind, uh -huh. yeah, I mean I, I'm seeing it all at all ends of the ecosystem, and I'm talking to many people um, uh, in companies also who are looking for developers, and and there is a shortage of developers, um, so we need to have more uh, more more of uh, people, young people interested in learning Bitcoin development and application development, especially. And uh, so uh, it's these initiatives that uh, breed 
uh, basically the developers of the future uh, that will uh, build all the awesome applications that we're laying the foundation for today. Um, one question I have is obviously you have already a lot of demand, um, 1,100 students enrolled. Um, what are other things and challenges that you need? How can the ecosystem support the Bitcoin Developers Academy? Uh, how can Bitcoin companies support? Uh, can you talk a little about that? Yes, sure, absolutely. Um, so, man, I have been the, the 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 again. The community is amazing. I have like I I did online um, on Twitter like recently, and I and I talked I talked about the fact that like I think it's very important for big Bitcoin companies to support the academy itself, right? I started this academy with a grant from the Human Rights Foundation, right? They they gave me half a BTC. I said, okay, well, we're going to support your your activities on the academy itself, and for what I'm doing in in West Africa regarding Lightning and stable coins and Lightning and all stuff, whatever. Right? And I can talk about it because it's a different topic. But the thing is, like for me right now, is that like I I didn't want to accept like other Rust-based blockchains, actually, namely Polkadot and Solana, because they are heavily aggressive and looking for developers. Right. So wherever I go that I said, OK, well, I have, I have a school where we learn Bitcoin application development on top of Bitcoin using Rust. People just go mad. Right. They, I need nine developers like yesterday. I need 10 developers. I need da, 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 whatever like, all over the world. I said, OK, well, I didn't basically build this academy for these people. I really care about Bitcoin and I really care about the ecosystem itself right now. If the ecosystem grows and matures, it will help the continent like which I care about like tremendously. Okay, so I said, okay, well, instead of me, I need money, obviously. I need money to pay my rent, I need money to eat, I need all, all these things, right? And even actually the grant from the HRF, I said, okay, they gave me this grant. Am I supposed to sell it? No, it's Bitcoin, I'm, 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 I'm never selling, you know? But I wanna give away some, yeah. like, some of this BDC. Yeah, like, I wanna basically give away some of this BDC to my folks because I wanna basically do like, do like basic, uh, you know, airdrops in Senegal for like sats, whatever, right? I wanna give people, everybody, everybody sats because there's a, that's the fastest way for someone who's not technical to learn about Bitcoin. Just drop some drop some sats on their lightning uh, on their on their lightning wallet. It's simple as that, right? So for me, I said, okay, well, I need to really support myself because this is very hard. Like otherwise, I will have to go find a actually full time job, right? Because actually, this is very difficult. I said, okay, well, the only way I can do so is because I understand also like free education is not really valuable, or people don't find it valuable. So I said, like, I'm going to basically build a platform where there's a small fee, uh, basically per month, for you to basically learn this knowledge, and we can figure out a way to make it sustainable. But until then. Like companies can actually basically support in, in like in, in many ways actually right. One of them basically helping us like cut some some of the costs down of like running this platform. Meaning like right now I use Teachable right. It costs me about three grand a year for the business license itself because the business actually business license allows me to have twenty admins in the actually in the platform itself and I kind of need it for the coaches. But I can't afford that right now because the school is not making any money, right? I, I gotta pay these coaches because they already like really we, we working together on the curriculum and doing some of these things. But I pay them like a little bit of BTC here and there. But I wanna actually, I, would, I really wanna take care of them because I believe that if this ecosystem can grow, we can have like really a tremendous global academy which will help like really any community in this world who wants to basically integrate with Bitcoin. And it's very very important going forward, uh, simply for the for the like let's say for the for the sake of like hyper Bitcoinization. Right. So the way that you can support right now, like I said, is like helping us cut down some of this cost and figure out the creative ways for us to basically do partnerships and sponsorships. Like, how do we basically have more like a symbiosis? Right. Because I can go, I can give him some money because I, I need it right now to run this academy. It's not like that. Right. But how do we have like partnerships and sponsorships where it's a mutual benefit, uh, beneficial, mutually beneficial situation, which actually will help the ecosystem go forward. And if you know me, you know, actually, that's, that's what I'm about. So. I want to open the dialogue to any company that want to like really help support this academy and figure out for a way for us to basically make it happen. 
I believe that actually this week we have signed our first official. <laughs> I want to, I mean, in, in the process of signing, but I want to basically announce it when everything is like set and we have what, what we're talking about. But I found a company where we have great, 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 great like synergies, especially for after the fact and after the, the students finish and the way for them to move forward. So we'll like very, very soon. But if anybody, I'm begin, I'm asking anybody to, if any company out there that's working on Bitcoin, they feel like maybe they can use the help of the academy or they can see some synergies either through uh, email or through Twitter. And let's open the dialogue and see how we can uh, have some uh, uh, some const like constructive partnerships. Yeah, great. Um, I mean, sure, it, absolutely. Like the ecosystem needs developers. Uh, developing is becoming a developer is all, also a way out or a way in, staying in where you are in Senegal or in Africa or where, just everywhere. I imagine like the course is open for for the whole world, but your passion is obviously uh, especially for Africa. But, yes. uh, um, and yeah, I mean, the ecosystem needs developers. Developing is a great job, like learning to code is great. You can do it from the comfort of your home and, and uh, yeah, yes, it can stay and, in. And learning, in yes, and, learn, and actually and learning, to code, learning to code money is exciting. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because for me, actually, even actually when I started, actually started the academy, I was trying to design a bachelor's degree on top of Bitcoin. That's actually really how the idea actually started. Right. I said, okay, if I was to learn how to code today, I'm in Africa, I'm like 15 years old. When I was 15, I was already open-minded. I, I, I felt like when I was 15, I, I could definitely tackle this material as a matter of fact, right? But now you can do it from the comfort of your own home. And all you need is like pretty much like really like access, access to the internet and a small computer itself, right? So you can really, really do it from anywhere in the world. And for now, you could actually even design your own degree per se, right? Because mm -hmm. Bitcoin combines all these things from software to economy to cryptography to everything basically, right? And it's an amazing ecosystem. And if you think about it, someone can actually really dedicate them to the time, maybe two to three years, and really become like a Bitcoin expert, as a matter of fact. And I believe actually in the future, it's going to be a very, very lucrative job. Right? So anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, uh, like, the need is in the, in the ecosystem just from us at Galoi. Um, like, there are so many communities uh, reaching out to us. Um, uh, shout out to Bitcoin Ikazi in South Africa, Bitcoin Lake in Guatemala, uh, that all uh, and Bitcoin Brazil, Bitcoin Praia, Bitcoin in in Brazil, and uh, many others. Um, and, and they don't all have the resources actually or the knowledge to um, build applications or deploy them and, uh, and and to actually like instantiate a community bank like in Bitcoin Beach. Obviously, like the team at Galoi is very much focused on building um, the product out and, the, and building the, um, the, the software out and making it easier also to self on board. Um, but the need is there. And um, yeah, which leads to the question for the, um, like you talked also about partnerships. What kind of partnerships do you envision here uh, with Bitcoin companies? Can you talk a little about sure. how Bitcoin companies can partner up with the academy? Sure, I can talk about even like the specific the, the specific case would be would be Galois, because you, you know if you you know that I spent like maybe almost six months half a year in, in El Salvador right to do my own research be on the ground like really do my own research as, as, a, as a matter of fact right and I got a chance to like re reconnect with Nicola and actually funny enough actually Nicola I already knew him from, from actually from San Francisco randomly actually so funny like when I finally met him in uh, in, in uh, El Salvador so. The, the the idea the idea the idea is that um, like it went from Bitcoin Beach and a, a, a small React Native app to legal tender. Yeah. Right. To me, that's amazing, man. 
That is amazing. That is amazing. He, 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 went, he went from a mobile app to legal tender, right? It's because because Nikolai said, I'm going to take myself, move over there, learn from the basically, like from, from the community, fix the problems, iterate through his application, and then Bitcoin Beach now is where it's today. Bitcoin Beach today is, is, is Galois today. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's like a juggernaut. You know what I mean? And actually, a, 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 the, the same country went and actually adopted basically Bitcoin as legal tender because of what they saw happening in El Salvador. To me, that's amazing, as a matter of fact, right? So if it's actually, we can do this all over the world. One of the actually partnerships that I can see right now, actually, and I can talk about this in public here, is with 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 Galoy. I would love to have like a course specifically for Galoy itself, right? And say, okay, a course maybe like titled, let's say, how to deploy uh, 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 Galoy for your community. Let's say, right? You know, because you're talking about like Brazil, talking about Bitcoin jungle and Bitcoin Lake and all these places, right? But I believe actually this needs to happen everywhere in the world, right? But it is very difficult actually endeavor because Galoy software is, is not simple. There's a front end in JavaScript, but yes, there's also like a back end that's actually, actually, that's a containerized, has Kubernetes in there, has other things in there that are very, very, as a, as a matter of fact, right? So you kind of need a team of maybe two or three or four that can understand this technology and can maintain it, deploy it and maintain it. And that is not a trivial task. So what I thought about actually was like, hey, maybe I can go to Galore and be like, hey, listen, let's partner up. We have this course called uh, deploy uh, uh, Galoi software or uh, deploy Galoi bank for your community, right? We can do it from like from like from the ground up. We have a mobile section, we have a backend section, and we can also have a section where about like DevOps, right? How to basically deploy this thing, right? And I think if you can do that, and if you can give this knowledge to anybody in the world, right, we will see many many more Bitcoin Beach happen in the next couple of years and everywhere in the world, and specifically in Africa, right? Because I, I believe like this knowledge is necessary. But it is uh, unfortunately also like not very accessible to someone who is just barely a developer because you definitely need to be more of an advanced developer, right? So the way we can basically bridge the gap is by offering education, but by offering relevant education for people who want to basically build for the communities. And I, this is what this is what I see like synergies like that basically, right? Like amazing basic with Galoi and moving forward. And ideally, it's like okay, we also have like somebody like Samer, like Samer actually wrote books about GraphQL. I believe actually GraphQL is a important technology for Africa specifically because again we go back to talking about like low bandwidth Bitcoin right because we all know that basically rest apis are very cumbersome when you actually call uh, when, when you when you do like a remote call to like a rest api right it will send you back the entire object over the wire graphql sends you back exactly what you ask for mm -hmm. right and I know that basically Deloitte actually leverages all these basically newer technologies to allow folk, basically folks to like save bandwidth and build like really like crucial, well-made applications. So when I saw it, I said, okay, well, I want to work with these folks. How are we going to basically partner up and ideally, like I said, right, and have everybody in the world have their own Bitcoin page? Why not? I mean, that sounds like a, uh, yeah, amazing prospect um, on many ends. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many uh, communities uh, like need, uh, and there is also like this path that uh, Bitcoin Beach has shown to the world how it's possible. I agree with you that Naip Bukele, I, I'm not sure like whether he would have been convinced if he didn't see it with his own eyes, how it's working in, a, in his own country, used yes, by his yes. own people. And yes. uh, once once you bring that on the ground, uh, yes. the magic just unfolds. And yeah, I right. agree that we need to bring it um, to more many more grounds. And and the only piece that's missing um, could actually be um, developed in in your Bitcoin Developers Academy um, in a in a gallery course. That would be absolutely fantastic, uh, in my opinion. Um, and I, I, I'm sure like. Um, yeah, this is definitely something uh, we should talk about uh, for the 
Um, oh yes, of and, course, and, of course. And make it happen. <laughs> of course. I see I see Hunter, I see I see Hunter in the crowd. Hey, what's up, Hunter? How's it going, man? <laughs> we got, we, <laughs> let's talk about this situation, man. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen, man. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Let's make it happen. <laughs> that, that's the good keyword. Let's open up the, the stage now for, uh, for everyone who wants to come on stage and comment, has questions for for day about the Bitcoin Developers Academy, um, or about partnerships or ships. Uh, or about enrolling as a student and um, and whatever else is on your mind. Now is the time. Um, yeah, and uh, let me see. Uh, we have Vivek. Let me get him up on stage. And um, yeah, um, I mean, let me sum it up quickly uh, until we have uh, Vivek on stage. So this academy, I think it's starting. Um, you have announced it. You have already enrolled students, but the courses haven't started yet. It's going yes, to start April eleventh. April April eleventh. After 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 Bitcoin Conf, yes, April eleventh, yes. After Bitcoin Conf, um, and then it will be self-paced learning on the pro Rust programming language. Uh, Bitcoin application developer uh, is the goal uh, for the broader ecosystem. It could be anything that's built on Bitcoin, not protocol level itself. Which is which requires <laughs> like the big brain uh, knowledge probably, but uh, building on Bitcoin um, with the Rust uh, uh, development language, and um, yeah, we have now Vivek on stage. Uh, Vivek, go ahead. Uh, do you have a question or a comment? Yeah, yeah, I have a question. Well, uh, I guess I tried to learn C. Um, it was very difficult, so I'm also uh, on Team Rust now. Uh, very excited and. Um, will hopefully participate in your um, course. I was curious, I saw Docker, uh, GitHub, and other programming language were uh, prerequisite. Uh, can you comment on that more? Okay, well, actually, initially, um, that was more for like, just kind of give you an idea of actually what you will need ultimately, right? So GitHub is mostly like, you know, for, for, for source control and Docker basically is for deploying your application itself. So ultimately, again, it's not it's not a Docker course. It's not a Rust course. The idea is like to teach you and give you the tools as you to write and deploy your applications, you know. But for right now, again, the requirements actually are very, very uh, uh, much more flexible, as, as, as a matter of fact. And all I'm asking for really actually is an open mind, right? But I put it out there actually on the course itself because I want people to actually understand what, what actually what to expect. And also, also like if they have the if they have the urgency or if they have the uh, the agency to go learn themselves, they they, they can go anywhere on the web on YouTube anywhere and basically start looking at these things, right? But I just wanted to put it up there and kind of give people a glimpse of like really what to expect. But right now, it's not, there's no hard requirement. I just put it out there because I wanted to make sure that you know it's not people going to come in there kind of yolo without oh, I'm going to do this blah blah blah, <laughs> you know. So I, I really want like serious people. So I want to give an idea of like really what to expect, but this idea, but the, but the requirement is, 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 is fairly flexible right now. If, if, if you have an open mind and maybe if you have maybe like, maybe doubled into like some other programming language like Python or JavaScript, I think you're going to be fine. So there's no worries about that. And uh, welcome to Tim Rust, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the course, you'll be going over uh, the Rust Bitcoin uh, repo? Oh, actually, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Actually, no. Actually, it's actually it's my own it's my own curriculum that I made myself, right? Because what I realized that actually is that most like programming books are just very dry and boring, right? I went through that. Right? I give up many times. I'm like, man, I can't even go to the chapter one because it's all about learn about variables, learn about loops, learn about like learn about this stuff, blah blah blah, whatever. I'm like, actually, no. Actually, what if I basically actually reversed the the actually the appendix, 
right? Because what I want you to learn about actually is basically transactions, blocks, uh, uh, mining, mempool, encryption, signing keys, private keys, public keys, and uh, actually cryptography, whatever, right? So why don't I basically make it where the, the appendix, the curriculum itself actually, right, is more about Bitcoin itself, and then we can learn about those programming constructs in the context of the Bitcoin topic, right? So let's say you want to learn about variables and stuff like that, right? Okay, well, shit. Oh, sorry, excuse my language. We can basically take a private key or a public key, whatever, throw it in the var variable, and now you can basically actually, you know, play actually play around with it in uh, in uh, in uh, in Rust, or you can make a wallet, and you can have like all these basically constructs actually which allow you to basically build a build, build let's say build a Bitcoin wallet. But why do I have to talk about loops and functions and like 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 really these like really boring data structures and stuff like that, right? But then when we get to basically like let's say the blockchain, I'm like, okay, well this is exciting now because we can talk about like basic data structures. Because what is a blockchain really? A blockchain really actually is is really simply a doubly linked list, right? It's a list that basically forward points forward and backwards so you know exactly where you are in the list itself. The only difference actually is that this list is basically immutable and you can only append at the end of the list itself. Right, but I don't want to basically talk about like too many like data structures. No, let's actually talk about it in the context of Bitcoin because it's more exciting and it's more important, right? And these kids, I want them to basically learn about this technology because it actually, it's actually, there's nothing more exciting than basically programming money, right? So we have to basically teach this kid code, but in the context of Bitcoin and building monetary applications. So that's how I see it. Fantastic. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, fantastic, uh, indeed. Um, so if uh, people want to learn about uh, the Bitcoin Developers Academy, there is the website bitcoindevelopers.academy. There is also a YouTube uh, channel. Uh, there is one video in it right now. The channel is called Bitcoin Developers Academy as well. There's already almost 2,000 subscribers. So hit the subscribe button and uh, let's uh, bring uh, it to 2,000. And uh, I, I figure there will be more videos coming here too. Is that also going to be one of the places where uh, the educational videos will be shared or um, is that going to be uh, somewhere else? I see uh, I lost Fode. He must have been kicked out of the Twitter space. This happens from time to time, unfortunately. Um, and also, Drissa. I got actually disconnected for like a second here. I'm not sure what happened. But yes, but YouTube channel, it will have like all three small, basically uh, bite-sized pieces about like basically Bitcoin and actually and, and the rest itself. And then ultimately, we just basically have like more content out there as 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 I get feedback, as I kind of like really understand actually what the what what, is, what what the learners' needs are. Then we can have basically have more content right now. But yes, but there's academy. There's also a Discord and a uh, and the course itself. Right, but right now, yes. And if you are also like in Miami uh, for Bitcoin Conf, please come to me, and we can we can chop it up, and we can have like a chance to like maybe answer answer more of your questions. But yes, yeah, you're going. Gallo is also going to be present at the Open Source Hall. I, I is that also where you're going? Oh, to be? you know, you already know. I'm, <laughs> you already know, man. I'll be there. I think I think I'll be on stage once with Alex, I believe. Um, on the main stage, oh, one, one, one of the stages, but I'll be spending most of my time in the uh, in the open source uh, platform for sure. Well, that's where the builders yes, are. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So we have another we have another question or comment from Drisa. Hi, Drisa. Hi, how are you? Very good, thank you. Do you have a comment for or question for for Hi, Drisa? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank Thank you very much for the. Uh, one or maybe uh, two questions. I heard about Bitcoin Academy developers on DD space, you know, uh, uh, the space of uh, edit proof, maybe for the for the nozik. 
and uh, I have been on the website of Bitcoin Academy, but uh, I've seen only one video, if I have good memory. So my question is when the program will start and what will be uh, the requirements in terms of nationality, uh, application, programming level, and uh, stuff like that? Okay, yes, the course will be uh, actually like fully live on April 11th, Monday, April 11th, basically in about four weeks or so, like four or five weeks or so. So, but right now, actually, what's on the course basically are, are the requirements, right? So like the idea is no requirements, but like soft requirement. The idea is like to at least go through the eight, first eight chapters of the uh, rest of the book if you are like dedicated about it, right? And the requirements are very, very slim. Uh, it's not much, man. If you have experience like with any other programming language, you're going to be fine. If you have already done the eight chapters in Rust, you're already fine because again, it's not a Rust course, it's a Bitcoin course, right? It's very, very important for me to emphasize that, right? We are learning about Bitcoin application development and we are not learning basically how to code in Rust. It's not about that, right? But ideally it's like to give you what you need as you need it, right? Because you don't need to actually know the entire Rust like library for you to build actually Bitcoin applications, right? That's actually why we have BDK and LDK and like all these amazing libraries out there. So for us right now, it's more like to leverage basically what's out there to help you like ramp up you know, like really fast, but there's there are not really no hard requirements. If you have an open mind, and if you have gone through the eight chapters and you feel like this is actually knowledge that you can grok, right? I said, okay, I think this, this, this is for you for sure. But I think actually the individual will know whether or not this is for them. And that's why I actually emphasize, go on the YouTube channel first, look at it, see actually is it something that you like, look at the first eight, eight chapters of the, of the Rust book, because if it's not something that you can understand or something that's really hard for you to grasp, yes, it might be difficult for you. But if you have an open mind and you are dedicated and you really want to learn this topic, anybody can learn it, man. Anybody can learn it. I, I think in German they said that everything is difficult until you learn how to do it. Right? That's really what it is. Maybe if I may add, uh, Drissa also asked uh, whether there is any nationality requirements. I, oh, I no. think there are none. There <laughs> no, are no nationality requirements. Yeah, Everyone no. can join. <laughs> anybody, no religious requirements. <laughs> No skin color requirements, yes. <laughs> no passport requirements. Is that correct? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's no requirement. Like it's open to anybody in the world. If you, I guess, anybody in the world with a a, a decent computer or any actually like not so powerful computer, access to the internet, a GitHub account, and an open mind. That's all you need. That's all you need. Perfect. And so for I'm your really convenience, Rita, I so think you missed I the beginning. To, to apply? How can I do to apply? Oh, just pre-enroll. There's a there's a big button in there. Just press pre-enroll and pre-enroll. That's it. <laughs> and you'll get an email when it starts. Get just just pre-enroll right now. That's all that's all you need. Okay, okay. I've already done that. Nice. Thank you very also, much. Also, you're very welcome. Yes. Lisa, for your convenience, uh, I think you might have missed the first part of the space, but once this space is over, you can always listen to the recording and also make sure to check out uh, on any podcast app one week after. Uh, we record it will also go up on our uh, uh, on our podcast uh, feed basically it's called adopting bitcoin uh, a conversation with galois and uh, this is basically the 15th episode and you can always re-listen uh, to this episode and all the other episodes that we had in the past and uh, with that being said we're now at the top of the hour um, thank you very much for today do you have any parting words oh a parting words is that uh, just be open-minded and and think about like really why being a builder today is very very important right again right there's a lot of speculation out there these days right people want to make money because i understand times are hard there's a recession there's a war there's all these things there's people are panicking about stuff like gas prices and all these things right but if you cut all that chaos out you understand that should none of the chaos concerns you of course if it's in your backyard then it's a whole different story right but the idea is like let's think about the future 
let's think about how can we can, how can we build a better future for ourselves, especially using this amazing tool we call the Bitcoin Monetary Network, right? I believe anybody building on this network, especially Lightning specifically, right? You know, can really actually change the outcome of the world, as a matter of fact. And it might sound actually like outrageous to actually say that, like really a lofty goal or whatever, right? But if you understand this, understand this technology and you understand how to build on it, right? I promise you, your, your mind will open, your eyes will open, and you can see what is possible today to build regardless of, of, of what really was happening and how we can actually connect the entire world and really help people who really, really basically need it. Because you actually find out that a lot of these like financial companies don't care about like, 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 like the, common, the, the, the common man. They don't care, man. They don't care. So how do we basically create or train more builders to help us solve these problems for the global good. And that's what I want to leave you with. So please join the Academy. It will start on April 11th of this year. And uh, let's get on this journey together, man. So let's learn together and learn how to basically build and uh, make this place a better world. That's it. To that, and uh, I, I can't help it, but have to add that there is a very nice quote by the deceased Aaron Swartz who said, um, ask yourself what is the most important thing in the world today and ask yourself why are you not working on it um, and I think beautiful. like Bitcoin Bitcoin is really um, like this gradient and for uh, this kismet has shown he has met all the right people and his journey has led him away uh, from astray ethereum lands into the promised Bitcoin land and onto the right path and <laughs> and he's now giving back to the community with this academy and uh, this is definitely uh, like exciting times and uh, and uh, with a lot of distractions for people but this course is designed to put your head down and focus on building and developing yourself uh, for the future and for the benefit of yeah probably the greatest invention or discovery uh, in the world so uh, yeah make sure you in, in sign, uh, sign up on that and uh, one note again next week we're going to have a space uh, we're going to lift our head uh, briefly and talk about what's going on in the world with our guests uh, who will be talking about how to survive double digit inflation uh, that is currently as uh, projected by many uh, Bitcoin Bitcoiners uh, a problem uh, after these years. Uh, um, so make sure you tune in for that. And with that said, thanks everyone for joining. Have a good, good day. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody for the questions as well. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao.